stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation postgame show. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers get the dub. They beat the Milwaukee Brewers, completing the sweep. The Austin Barnes game. Barnes, comes through with the big home run to put the Dodgers on top. Lancelin, another solid start. We have so much to get into. Austin Barnes, first home run of the year. First home run since September 20th last season. Barnes hit a bomb against the D-backs last year, but it hasn't been much very, there hasn't been very much since for Austin Barnes since he was fantastic tonight, not only offensively, but defensively as well. And heading into this game, he had struggled. He's hitting 136 with a 12 way runs created plus. I mean, he's struggled, but what a big night for Austin Barnes. We got to watch that again. By the way, let me know you are home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. If you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and hit that like button. Let's see if we can get to 300 likes for Austin Barnes. It has been a rough year for Austin Barnes, okay? I know pigs are flying around Los Angeles right now, so don't be alarmed, but he goes deep. He puts the Dodgers on top, and he was phenomenal tonight, just blocking balls all night long. He was he got the big hit earlier in the game. He ends up hitting not only his first home run of the season, it's his first multi-hit game of the season. So, hey, I guess he's just a slow starter, but what a night for Austin Barnes. We have to watch that again. The Austin Barnes game checked is out. Bottom of the eighth, one out. And it just tells you how much this team has his back. Look at the reaction of his teammates. You got Rosario there. Bobby Miller was going crazy. What a night. You could not have scripted this one. A.B., the real A.B., coming up with a big bomb. Bottom of the eighth. What a night. What a night for your Los Angeles Dodgers who continue to roll. They're now 10 to have games up on the San Francisco Giants in the NOS. This team is pulling away. The separation continues. And this team really is just leaving the rest of the NOS in their tracks. I mean, they're up 10 and a half games. They're now 74 and 46. Lance Lynn, I thought he was outstanding once again. We're going to break his whole start down. But what are your thoughts on Austin Barnes? Because I was ready to give Lance Lynn that Dodger dog of the game. But I had to switch it last minute because it's going to Austin Barnes. He is my Dodger dog of the game. But drop your Dodger, Dodger dog, dog of, the game. of the game down below in the comments section. I want to read these comments right here. I'm telling you, the Redemption Austin Bark, the, the Redemption Austin Barnes arc is going to be absolutely phenomenal. LFG DMAC from Mando J over on YouTube. This team is so much fun to watch from Dodger fan 323. Yeah, that's my first Hornito shot takers comment of the game. This team, they win so many different ways. They find a way to score runs. They find a way to outpitch their opponent. I think that, to me, is one of my big takeaways from 
Tonight, the Dodgers pitchers allowed three runs on 10 hits for this entire series against the Milwaukee Brewers. So a phenomenal series by the Dodgers pitchers. I think Evan Phillips will talk about in a little bit. We have to be a little Dougie Downer for a second there. He had a pitch since Saturday. He looked a little rusty. The command was off, but still he gets the strikeout to end the game. So he still is able to come through. But let's go down below in the comment section. Let's go Dodgers from AZ24K over on YouTube. Sam Crandell, known offensive catcher. Austin Barnes. That's from Sam Crandall. Yeah, I mean, he had the hit early in the game, the third inning. He's had success against Corbin Burns in his career, but you're talking about a guy who literally is one of the least productive hitters in all of Major League Baseball, but tonight it was Austin Powers getting that bomb. Eighth inning. Dodgers really couldn't get very much going at all tonight, but he saves the day. In fact, Austin Barnes, like I said, had a 136 batting average, a 12 weighted runs created plus. That ranks 409 among 400 12 MLB hitters with at least 100, 100 plate appearances. So let me say it one more time. His batting average, his weighted runs created plus, as far as offensive production goes, Austin Barnes is ranked 409 among 412 MLB hitters with at least 100 plate appearances. But hey, who cares? Forget the numbers. You can throw those out because tonight was his night, the Austin Barnes game. But hello, Dan. What up, Diane Schroeder over on YouTube? We appreciate you always rocking with us. Yeah, let me know where you represent Dodgers Nation from. Always want to hear from you. Where cities? Give me zip codes. Let's stick to cities, though. It's all it's fun. We got Austin Barnes burner for my friend Craig Osterberg over on YouTube. That's definitely a fire, fire take. take. We got to Justin Lamas. Corbin Burns excelled against his future team. Justin Lamas, I see what you did right there. Yeah, both were outstanding. I mean, both pitchers tonight were fantastic. It was a classic pitcher's duel to me. This had electric postseason vibes. You saw defensive plays, not just from the Dodgers, also from the Brewers. You saw that fantastic catch that that um, in the sixth inning there, that Rob Mookie bets of a base hit, an extra base hit from Christian Yelich. I mean, that was a great catch right there. I love how Mookie kind of pointed towards him out of respect. But yeah, tonight, both pitchers were fantastic. They were both on their games. Corbin Burns, he goes seven innings, had nine punch outs, allowed just two hits, one for Mookie, one from from Austin Barnes there in the third inning, but they could not get much going. And look, the Dodgers expanding the zone a little bit. I thought they were chasing a little too much, but still they were found a way to win. And when you're a special team like this team is that has the magic that they have, you find ways to win in games like tonight. And they win their 11th straight. So now we're talking double-digit winning streak. We're talking about a team that is 15-1 this month. But you have to talk about Big Daddy Lance Lynn. Lynn's sanity continues for the Dodgers. Tonight he goes seven innings, allowed no runs on four hits, three strikeouts. So the strikeout numbers weren't big, just seven swings and misses. But he got the job done. Lance Lynn has been an absolute success story a very quality addition. People were calling me crazy in the comments before the trade deadline, before Lucas Giolito even got traded to the Angels. what I say? I say, give me Lance Lynn. You look at some of his predictive stats, they told you that he was a better pitcher than Lucas Giolito. I said, give me Lance Lynn over Lucas Giolito every single day and twice on Sunday because I believe in this guy. This is someone that it has grit. He's got that dog. His draws about 17 F-bombs when he steps off the mound in between innings. And I think that his teammates, they love him. I think they like playing defense behind him. I think that was evident today by tons of fantastic plays throughout this game. And we're going to get into those in just a second. But tonight... Lance Lynn, he continued not just, we're not talking about the A's, we're not talking about the Rockies, we're talking about a potential postseason opponent in the Milwaukee Brewers and have one of the better offenses in the sport. They can score runs, we understand that, and Lance Lynn, he went out there, didn't have his best swing and miss stuff that we've seen from him in some of his previous starts, but still he goes out and gets the job done, and in his four starts, he's allowed five runs he has a 1-4-4 ERA with 25 strikeouts and 25 innings against just five walks. And you look at those numbers, look at that production right there. He's been outstanding. All four of the earned runs against 
Lance Lynn with the Dodgers have been on solo home runs and the last two times out no home runs so that to me is another big takeaway no home runs given up from Lance Lynn so that tells me that he's working with his pitching coaching development staff and they're going through sequencing going through mechanics trying to avoid that you're seeing he's being a little more careful on the edges avoiding the heart of the plate so if he cleans up that part of his game where he led the league in home runs served up with 31 bombs if he cleans up that part of his game I'm telling you this guy's going to do a lot for this team he's going to be an asset he's going to be a weapon I think there's no doubt about it at this point He's headed towards getting a postseason start probably on the road. So you look at that addition of Lance Lynn. I take Lance Lynn over Eduardo Rodriguez right now. Hey, he's pitching better than Max Scherzer right now. So, I mean, Lance Lynn, what more can you say about the guy? A change of scenery was everything for him. But let's go down below in the comment section. BC would be great if that helped him regain his confidence and finish the season hitting above 200 BC. Yeah, he would have to really get hot to get that. I got a $2 super chat. Appreciate that. Let's go down below. I know you guys are fine up the comment section so i'll dedicate some time to the comments right here and we'll continue to break down this game defense won the game today. that's from metabolic aholic over on youtube that is a hornitos comment of the game and we're going to get into those defensive plays because you mentioned it you said it you hit it right on the head right there you nailed it i mean that was why they won i mean it's so many different plays i mean fantastic incredible plays during this stretch and you saw the hayward catch early in the game how about james outman making a play on that drive by andrew monasterio in the track in the center field in the third inning that saved a run there in the third mookie betts he started a fantastic double play that double play he started on a Christian Yelich ground ball to end the third inning that was quality how about Mookie's play in the fifth ranging to his left find a way to get to the ball there I mean it was a fantastic play to flip it to Freddie to get the eye how about Freddie Freeman the line out of Santana there in the sixth inning that had a 610 expected batting average on it how about the comebacker to Lynn helping his own cause there in the sixth how about the double play in the sixth inning great hands and footwork by Max Muncie Taylor hit that hot ground ball to Muncy. He makes that play. Hayward coming in and making that nice grab in the liner. So, so many examples, but great point. Don't forget about uh, Yelich on the $5. I got to read these super chats here. Uh, Barnes burns the Brewers. I like that. Give me some headlines. Uh, what up, DMAC? Lance Lynn is him and Austin Barnes. Pulled that bomb. Great distance. That's Batman and Robert from DCAM. He got his average all the way up to 136. Maddie Man 5 Dodge. How about some baby steps, okay? Let's let's just say he's a slow starter, okay? Austin Barnes is a slow starter, right, man? And, and I like it, too. We got to see a smile out of Austin Barnes, right? We didn't have to see the resting Barnes face that we seem to see quite a bit. He was out there smiling. Was doing the the Freddie dance. Great to see him have a big night. I was so happy for him. Barnes, the NL Player of the Week. That's from Thomas Workman over on YouTube. That's a fire tag. West Coast being repping. What a booster is the name over on YouTube. Go Dodgers from Memphis, Tennessee. Go Dodgers, Brandon Russell. I'll give that a, a fire tag. A comment of the game. Our friends over at Hornitos. The shot heard around the world, Mr. Seabad. There you go. Definitely more famous than that as of right now. So happy for Austin Bombs. That's a fire nickname right there from Kelton over on YouTube. We got Spencer from Vegas, South Korea in the house. Yobaseo, Nathaniel Garcia over on YouTube. Barnes brewed some beer tonight from Fernie. Love that one. Lance Lynn was awesome from Alicia L. Elishiva Jones. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Londale from Craig Osterberg. Willie Adamas, 818. What's up from Riverside, home of Austin Barnes? Yeah, Austin Barnes country represent, like I said, the redemption arc for Austin Barnes is going to be magical it's going to be electric austin powers i mean he was fantastic like i said not only his first home run of the season it was his first multi-hit game of the season also did a really nice job behind the plate blocking some balls in the dirt from lance lynn that really kept innings clean so yeah he was outstanding this is the austin barnes game i tweeted that out and the dodgers tweeted that out two minutes later but it's all good so yeah i mean i think what a fantastic night at the ravine and this team they're continuing to feel like a special team and we say that every year right last year you're probably saying the same thing but i think the difference between this team is this team is a collection of guys where you have veterans that want to win a world series veterans that want to win another world series the guys like jason hayward guys like jd martinez david peralta he wants to win a world series miguel rojas i just love the nucleus i love the combination of rookies and vets on this team and i think every single night this team they don't like to lose 
This team, I think, hates to lose more than they like to win. And I mean that as a compliment because of how fiercely competitive they are. And I like what we said. You brought the best comment earlier in the fact that the defense is why they're winning. The defense has been incredible. But there we go. Austin Bombs dropping at the ravine from Ismail over on YouTube. Barnes burns the Brewers. Got some good ones. Lancelot. I like that. That's fire. I'll give that a, a fire take. Fire take. David Sabatini. What up, David? Smash that like button if Barnsey owns Milwaukee. Yeah, Abby, definitely smash that like button. Like I said, we have a big giveaway coming up. Definitely subscribe if you haven't. We're giving away an authentic Mookie Betts jersey, the real deal one, not the giveaway ones, not the the ones that the replicas, nothing like that. The real authentic one that Mookie wears on the field. Got the red number, got the authentic stitching. It's super thick, super quality, and it's just the beginning of tons of giveaways you're going to get when you watch this channel, the number one post-game show on YouTube. We got uh, Lance Lynn is large and living large. I love that from Robert. He's the man, man. Good call on Lynn DMAC, captain. You know, hey, look, man, sometimes you just... Uh, look, I've been a fan of Lance Lynn for quite some time. I wanted him back in 2020 when we almost traded for him back then when he was on the Texas Rangers. Lance, a lot of quality starts. SSJ Radio Blue. You're in your bag tonight. There's another comment of the game. You guys know I love trash talk. You guys know I love Burns. If I get any of that, any Corbin Burns, Burns, whatever it is, you'll get one of these. We got uh, who else saw Nomar going crazy after Barnes' home run? That's from Michael Bilgin. Yeah, it's very rare to see Nomar lose his mind like that, but you got to give Nomar Garcia-Para credit. Calling his shot before the game, predicting that Austin Barnes would go deep tonight, and he did just that. So that was a great call by Nomar Garcia-Para. But, yeah, look at this game. as well. Let's do some more comments, and we'll continue to break down this game, get all your thoughts, because, like I said, Mitch Lotta have full take. Of course, Austin Barnes' big night. He was great, great night for Austin Barnes. He goes two for three with the home run. Had the big RBI there, of course. Eighth inning, uh, Piamps and Pia Amps. And, yeah, it was great. I mean, Austin Barnes, seventh RBI of the season. That put the Dodgers up, and they win tonight. They win by a final score of one to nothing. And you look at this series as a whole, and this Dodgers team, they really, it was really on the pitching. I mean, the pitching, the defense, this series, offensively, first game they win 6-2, second game they win 7-1. Tonight, they win a pitcher's duel, but they allowed, had allowed three runs on 10 hits in their three-game sweep of the Brew Crew. The Blue Crew absolutely owned the Brew Crew in this series. This is the 1988 World Series team, both resilient from Roy Estrada. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think there's definitely that World Series magic. But Nando! DMAC Brewers were all hyped like the Orioles. Yeah, that's a good call. No, I called Lance Lynn raking. We got uh, Justin Lamas. Hey, DMAC, show the replay of Barnes' bomb so I can hear you say boom from GK. <laughs> Maybe we'll play it again a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, I just was so thrilled for this guy because he's been struggling. I'm telling these guys, they read Twitter more than you realize. They watch these shows more than you realize. And they definitely don't want to be struggling when they are. And it's really been a season-long slump for A.B. Austin Barnes. Like I said, he increased his average to 136. He's 409th out of a 412 major league hitters that have at least 100 plate appearances this season. So a 12-weighted runs created plus that's 88 percent below league average but tonight forget the numbers he was phenomenal the austin barnes game is how it will be remembered lance lynn is exactly what the doctor ordered from carl i think it's a great call right there 100 percent agree with you on that one hello dodger family we got david sabatini let's go see we got we got super chat here from michael bilgen five dollars don't forget to boo yuli guriel during the marlin series okay that's a public service announcement brought to you by our friend michael bilgen over on youtube Five dollars, appreciate that. Going right towards the Otani fund. Yeah, the Boo Birds have to be out there. It's been some years now since the Trastros in 2017 cheated. So there are players on different teams. So it's definitely important that we always have these reminders when they visit Dodger Stadium in their new team. So I love that, Michael Bill. You're gonna get a finish it from that one. We got uh, keep smash that like button for your boy. Thank you, appreciate that, Diane. Uh, we got Romo. This team has more chemistry than Walter White. Romo, that's 
a fire take fire right there. Team. Fire take right there. Uh, Dave Roberts, MVP. And yeah, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it. And I can tell you that these guys are the kind of guys that enjoy each other's company, that root for each other. Just look at that dugout. Look at the base pass. Look at Austin Barnes after he scored. No one was happier than his teammates. I mean, they were all thrilled for him, and they have his back, and they're in his corner, and that's why they call him the captain. That's why his voice carries weight within this clubhouse because of just that. Because, look, they know he's struggling, but they also know that he plays a role for this team. He is a backup catcher that develops pitchers, that calls games, that pitchers like throwing to because you can get that strike at the bottom of the zone. He frames well. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%, Romo. And I think that was on full display tonight. The chemistry is real. I think that look, we've seen, I mean, the, the Wolf of Wall Street one was pretty cool The with Trey Turner. But, I mean, it felt a little forced. This one, they laugh every time. We do the Freddy. You do it towards the bullpen. I'm telling you, this team, they've got that special sauce. I agree with you 100%. Miami is, the, is in the hunt, so they can be a legit threat from me, Rojo. Yeah, Miami's a good team. It's going to be an interesting battle. We got Kelton on a scale of 1 to 10. How likely would you say it is that the Dodgers win 20 in a row? That's a that's a pretty good question. I mean, the well, scale of 1 to 10 with this team, you never know. I mean, if you look at, uh, I mean, they're not going to win 26 straight. I'll tell you that much, but... But, yeah, I mean, I think for this team right now, the way they're they're really hot, I mean, the way that they continue to perform, I mean, they're really not close, not too far off. I mean, the franchise record is 15 games. And 15, I mean, they could definitely eclipse that. That took place back in 1924 when they were still the Brooklyn Robins. And then during the Sandy Koufax era, they won 13 straight, I believe it was twice during the Sandy Koufax era in 65 and i think they did it well they did it once in 65 and i'm not sure before that but i gotta look that up but it was their their, their two biggest winning streaks are 1924 15 games and then a third two 13 game ones in the 60s so yeah i mean look it's pretty close at this point i mean if you look at their schedule the way it lines up you do like the fact that you do have some more home games you got three against the marlins starting tomorrow and you got Gonsolin, Arias, and Miller going up Alcantara. So tomorrow's really the big one. You got Tony Gonsolin. We know he struggled this season. He hasn't looked like the same guy that led the National League in ERA before he went on the I.O. with that forearm strain. And you got Alcantara. He's had a down year by his standards. But that Miami team, they're going to be here and trying to win. And they're going to be very eager to try to get some games from the Dodgers. But then you go on the road. So that's where it gets kind of tough. You go to Cleveland. By the way, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but if you guys see the Probables, you're going to have Kershaw going against the thud that is no, formerly known as the Thor that was the thud for the Dodgers. So, yeah, you look at that series right there. That should be pretty interesting. But, yeah, with this team, you can never count them out. I think it'd be really cool if they set a new record for the franchise but like we saw last season you set some of these franchise records they've done that multiple times in recent history as far as regular season win totals go won 106 games multiple times 111 games last year set the all-time franchise record so yeah i mean it's great it's fun no doubt about it but yeah i don't think that that is their goal. It's nice if it happens, but you I mean you got some good teams coming up. I mean Cleveland second place in the AL Central. Boston on the road is always tricky, even though they're towards the bottom. By the way, the Yankees are dead last. But uh, yeah, I, I would say scale one to ten, I'll give it a six and a half. Appreciate you, DMAG. Flying to LA Saturday. Was hoping to catch a game. We'll see future Dodgers Shohei pitch Tuesday, though. What's up, Brand? That's going to be awesome. DMAG, drop down and give me 20 for Mike M. <laughs> Is that what Jerry Harrison did? Uh, Barnes better protection behind the plate than plan B. Oh, wow. I can't believe I read that. I'm going to have to give myself a breath. Uh, Myria Jones, T-Mac, loving you from Shanghai, China. Go Dodgers, awesome barn hero. Oh, Myria, thanks for rocking with us, man. We appreciate you for sure. Great game tonight. Glad you're able to join the post-game show with us. d when Joe and Almonte come back, the world is going to shut down. I hope those people are playing Sela uh, by Kanye West. Let's sing this thing again. Freeman playing chestnut checkers from Brian Gomez. Absolutely, these moves, they've all paid off to different degrees. These guys are 
are real contributors and Lance Lynn, he's a starting pitcher. He's a horse. You can make the argument that he's the third best pitcher on the Dodgers right now, the second best pitcher on the Dodgers right now. Really, since he's joined the club, no one has been better than him. But if you look at overall who you would pick, I mean, you really have to make the case when you look, consider the length, and that is the most important thing. And that's when you look at Lance Lynn and, and his performance tonight is that is the biggest focus. You talk about a team that struggled to even give you five innings, and now we got a guy that's consistently giving you six, consistently giving you seven innings, and tonight it was against a formidable opponent, the Milwaukee Brewers. They're desperate to not get swept, and Lance Lynn goes seven strong, allowed just four hits, no earned runs, strikeout numbers weren't high. I mean, a 1-4-4 ERA since joining the Dodgers. That season ERA is now down to 5-6. And like I said, that is the most important thing. Seven innings for the second time in four starts. So half of his starts with the Dodgers, he's gone seven innings. You look at the rest of this team for an entire year. Kirsch has gone seven innings six times. Julio Arias has gone seven three times. So those are the only three pitchers on the Dodgers this year. And we're towards the end of the season now that have multiple seven innings outings. So, so impressive. Like the commenters said earlier, he has been exactly what the doctor ordered. This is Lynn's sanity. It's real. I love, love, love Lance Lynn on the Dodgers, man. I'm telling you, if you guys have been watching this show, I told you before you towed the slap for the first game, I said, you guys are going to love Lance Lynn on the Dodgers. And what more can you say, man? He's been fantastic so far. I love this from PRF Lodrum Austin 316. Let's go down here. we got a super chat. We got uh, A18LA, DMAT, great interview with Pep. Oh, I like this. Great interview with Pepin ain't easy with his uh, pet. Oh, here we go. I, I, I think I carried it. Pepin ain't easy. Pepin ain't easy. Okay, oh, that's my new one. But uh, DMAT, great interview with Pepin, his step yesterday. Yeah, awesome. uh, my guy, Ryan Pepio, man, I'm telling you, don't sell your stock on Pepio. This is a great dude, puts in the work. He's got electric stuff, has had some setbacks. But, yeah, I'm still looking for big things and some potential from him. So let's get Corbin Burns and the Dodgers next year. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd be here for it. He's still under another U. That would have to be an off-season trade, so we'll see. Uh, Michael Bilgen, yes, we got your message, definitely. We are definitely going to boo him. Mike M. Mag should do a pull-up for every Dodger win up to 11 in a row. Mike M., yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Uh, wow. Justin Lamas predicting some contracts for Corbin Burns. D-backs win over the Padres. That's from Alexis. Yeah, I saw that. Much love from the Redlands. Yeah, one thing I want to point out is we talk about those defensive plays throughout this one, but I think you also have to mention that sixth inning. I mean, you look at this game, not too much going on. Bottom of the third, Austin Barnes, he was able to get to second after that balk, and that was interesting. You looked at after getting that base hit there in the third inning. So Barnes, he gets aboard thanks to that single. Then uh, Corbin Burns, he gets called for that balk. It was a balk. You can't fake to first. You can only fake to second and third. And he backed off the mound to throw to first. And, yeah, he ends up going to second. And Barnes is second with two outs to one, two to Peralta. He couldn't hold up on a curveball away in the dirt for the third out. So, yeah, Burns, he was nasty. I mean, Burns was really, really dirty during certain stretches. That cutter that sinks, I mean, it's really, really nasty. Dodgers were expanding the strike zone a little uncharacteristic. And on top of the fourth inning, Contreras, he grounded to first for the first out, then Santana fly to right for the second out, and then 0-2 to, to Freelich. He loses him, throws four straight balls to issue a two-out walk, then Freelich still second, and 1-2 to Adamas. He gets him to chase a curveball away for the third out. So not tons of swing and miss, only seven whiffs tonight, not tons of strikeouts, only three, but the, some of the ones that he did have, they came in critical at-bats. The 1-2 to Adamas right there with the runner on second in a tight, scoreless game right there. Goes that curveball away. That was was nasty and his stuff plays up and dirty curveballs but yeah give me your grade for Lance Lynn tonight because well, let's do, I almost want to do code Dodger dogs of the game but let's give Dodger, Dodger, Bars, of the game. Dodger dog of the game quickest game I've seen all year what was the final time uh, we got to Gurio fell into the trash a few days ago yeah by the way I try to calculate how many days a year I watch baseball like not even just like days but like in hours like full days like 24 hours I think it's like 27 days a year I mean how many days a year completely out of the 365 where you're literally around the clock all 24 hours 
does it calculate that you're watching baseball? Because it's pretty wild how much you do it. Uh, you see Bozo, uh, but Dave Roberts has been making moves. That's from Jen. Yeah, I think Caleb Ferguson did a really nice job tonight. Going in there, I think you got to give a lot of credit there in the eighth inning to Max Muncy on that double play. I thought that was one of the critical defensive plays of the night. We know Max Muncy's defense, it's graded poorly this season. He had his fair share of errors. Pretty much all the metrics will tell you he's the below average by a big, big, big margin. And he really hasn't had a great year with the glove. But still, I thought that was a really nice play there. Bottom, the top of the eighth. Taylor hit a hot shot right there, and Max Muncy, the momentum was taking him to his right, away from second base, was still able to field it, get it to second. They turned two, and that really changed things because Terang had that leadoff single to left to start the inning in a scoreless game because this was before the Austin Barnes home run, and then following that double play, they get Yelich to line to right, and Fergus ends up giving up one hit and gets out of that jam, and then yeah, I mean, I thought that was a big play defensively. But here we go. Let's. So, what was your? Oh, we got another super chat here. We got uh, four nine nine from Jason Barnes is a barn burner. Shut down the brewery. I love that one. I want twenty. Ha ha. Barnes is a total stud. Dodgers from Elisheva Jones. I don't know. Twenty twenty one failed because Sousa Jr. and McKinney auto outs. Oh gosh, those are some bad flashbacks. When you look at that lineup, even Pujols on that team was struggling at times, but. Wow, Jay Bullet, I got diarrhea when I saw Caleb take the mound. That's a bro. Bruh. Come on now. Gonsolin is going to F this up. We got uh, hepatitis. See you later. Dodgers got the best out of Trey. Now the Phillies will have to pay for him. He's declining, and he's still pretty young. Imagine year eight of that deal. Yeah, I can tell you from firsthand knowledge that they never seriously considered offering him a big deal. The Dodgers weren't interested in Trey Turner long term. Uh, let's win 12. Won't play Sunday because of heavy rains from Craig Oster. Yeah, that's how it's looking right now. Who's better as a closer, Phillips or Kelly? I think Phillips is more trusted. I mean, tonight the walks weren't pretty, but I think that's a byproduct of him not getting enough reps. I mean, now we're complaining about the bullpen not getting enough action because you have guys that are – are out there and they have the ability and are capable of going multiple innings. You saw Yarbrough last night, what he was able to do, and that's going to be a theme moving forward. I mean, look at Ryan Yarbrough and He's someone that's versatile. He's someone that they're going to use in different situations. The other night, Yarbrough. Last night, I mean, look at Gus Varling. Gus Varling was filthy. He went two innings last night. And then the night before that, Yarbrough, he came in and he pitched multiple innings as well. And that's going to be something that you're going to notice with this team is you're going to have guys starting pitchers. They're going to pitch multiple innings. Yarbrough, he went three innings after Bob Miller went six innings. And you look at this rotation right now. With Tony Gonsolin, with multiple starting pitchers that could see time in the bullpen, that's going to be a theme. And then in tonight's game, Evan Phillips, this was the first time that Evan Phillips had pitched since Saturday. I mean, it's already Thursday, right? Evan Phillips, yeah, I mean, two outs, and his command wasn't great. He was a little all over the place. And, yeah, he was wilder than a frat party during rush week. I mean, this guy was just not locked in from a command standpoint. But the good news, he got the job done in the very end. He got Adamas swinging on the 3-2 pitch, sweeper, low and away. But in the, in the strikeout to Contreras, too, he got another chase on the sweeper for the first out. And then on Santana, to get the second out, the sweeper generated that weak flyout. Only problem was just a Freelick walk on four pitches. He lost command of that cutter and then the four seam fastball. So I love the adjustment right there. You saw them go heavy sweeper after that. They went with the sinker instead of the four seam fastball. So quick adjustment. So give more credit to Austin Barnes. Everyone on the plants can be talking about the home run, which is great. We'll talk about it one more time, but his ability to control his pitchers and make the right calls you saw evidence right there was evan phillips struggling with the forcing fastball command the cutter command and they go primarily with the last batter a lot of sinker and sweeper and they get the third out on the strikeout to end the game but let's check out that home run one more time you might Boom. miss something high drive down the left field line austin, austin powers. powers baby austin barnes. the austin barnes game you love it Big night for AB. Did they give him the Gatorade shower for the game, by the way? I was wondering that. I hope they did. He definitely deserved it. Look at Austin Barnes. 
Man, we had people saying, bat him 10th, right? His his bobblehead night. Don't give away his bobblehead. Give away Austin Barnes, right? But no. Hey, this is someone who's very, very well respected. And I think the key inning, too, you have to really mention. Let's actually go back to the comments real quick. And we'll continue to break this one down because you guys are lighting up the comments here tonight here on the Dodgers Nation post game show. By the way, if you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. We got PNW. If Austin Barnes is the Dodger dog of the game, give me a hell yeah. I love that one. Let's go. Jay Hare is about to do some push-ups. Man, Jay Hare, he works out. I see his stories on IG. How much confidence do you have in trying this year? It's from Mitchell Hopkins. I would say, hey, if he's back, I would say, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably give it a 6 until I see something positive because he came back last year and gave that home run to Cronenworth. But uh, SRKUS96, DMAC checking in from Hawaii. How do we overtake the Braves for the top seed heading into the playoffs? That's a good question. I mean, if you look at the Braves right now, they are continuing to have success. Their last 10, they won eight of their last 10. They're 78 and 42. They're probably going to be the first team as a team collectively to combine for a 500 plus slugging percentage for an entire season. So this team can do damage. It's a very explosive, potent lineup. They lead the entire sport home runs. The Dodgers are second. But if you look at the Dodgers right now, they're four games back. They're four games back against the Braves as it stands. So to think that it's insurmountable, it really isn't. It's really not because you look at this Dodgers team and – In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. After tonight, tonight was, I think tonight was game 120, right? So that gives you 42 games left to play. And the Dodgers, they play another series with the Braves. So starts at the end of this month. So it's definitely within reach. I would not rule it out. I mean, I would not be shocked at all if the Dodgers finish with the top seed in the National League. And I think it's important. I truly believe it. I see people out there saying, no, the Padres, look what they did last year. Look what the Phillies did. No, hell no. You mean to tell me you'd rather see Kirsch and Julio and these guys pitch on the road versus at home? You would not want that. Look, if Trey Turner doesn't boot that ball and play terrible, Terrible defense. I think the Dodgers go up 2-0 in that series. And they win that series. So home field advantage is very important. Thanks, Myria. I appreciate you on that. Jerry Ray, some push-ups. We got Kim. We got D-Mac. Are we not worried about getting Cease or Erod? Uh, I would say, look, it's still kind of early. Let's see how it plays out. Because uh, the big X factor is, do you get Walker Buehler back? What do you get from Walker Buehler? Does Lance Lynn continue to pitch like this? Because let's not forget, Lance Lynn, people act like he's some some chop liver, right? People act like Lance Lynn is some mid-level pitcher that he's never had big success in his career. Absolutely not. Lance Lynn has been one of the better pitchers in Major League Baseball over the last decade or so. I mean, this is someone who's been in this league for 12 years. This is someone who finished third in the Cy Young voting in 2021 at age 34. This is someone who's had finished in the top 10 in Cy Young voting three times in his career, made the all-star team twice. So this is someone who's had a lot of success in this league. He prides himself as an ace frontline starter and you still have Clayton Kershaw, Julio Urias as well and Bobby Miller who continues to progress the command the tunneling of Bobby Miller lots of like there too so I'm feeling pretty high on this Dodgers rotation Lynn Sandy from Mike M thank you Diane appreciate you yeah check out that interview with Ryan Pepio man we got some more big interviews on the way don't want to give up too many names but uh, definitely look out for interviews every Wednesday and Thursday but yeah Pep is the man it's great to see him have that nice start where he flirted with that perfect game yeah D-Mac needs to get Rip uh, We got the playoff type game. Yeah, agreed. It definitely felt like a playoff type game. Did Joe Kelly come back? Joe Kelly is coming back. They think it's going to be the minimum. I think the earliest is August 25th. Uh, DMAC Dodgers brewing that sauce. What up, JD? DMAC, you rock. Thanks for the great insight. Hey, Par, thanks for rocking with us, man. You guys provide that insight as well. So here's your grades for Lance Lynn. DCAM gives him an ace and A. Lynn gets an A from Roy Estrada. Thor wants revenge from B. Guzman. Craig Osterberg gives him an A. Plus. Echo 323 Roberts should always play the hot hand. We got hepatitis C later. They still have a chance mathematically. Hopefully they continue to spiral downward because 
even their struggles, if they sneak into a wild card, they're still very scary. I think you're talking about the Padres. I agree with you. They're still dangerous because of the top-end talent they have. Captain, Lance Lynn, A-plus. David Sabatini, A-plus for Lance Lynn. Jay Silva, Lance Lynn. Jeremy Hughes, you think I'm not going to read each of these pluses? Because I am. I'm going to count them. You give him, You give Jeremy Hughes, gives Lance Lynn an a Plus, 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 plus. There you go. There you go. One, two. I don't want to count, but there's a lot of pluses. DMAC, you should. Mitchell Hopkins, DMAC, if you could heal any player other than May and Bueller, who would it be? Man, that's a really good question. I mean, those are really, those are really the the top ones right now. I mean. JP, a sneaky one, I think. If there's, a, I mean, guys coming back still. I mean, Blake Trinan, you can make the case. I mean, you hope that they don't lose Joe Kelly or J.D. Martinez. I think if you want to frame that question in which of these guys could I guarantee their health of the currently injured players, I'd probably say either J.D. Martinez because I think they're going to need his bat in the postseason because he's a clutch hitter. He brings a different dynamic. He's going to slug, but he also can make in-game adjustments that can get you big hits against talented, elite-type frontline starting pitchers. And, and top end relievers. Joe Kelly, of course, you want to see back. But yeah, Blake Trinan is also really tempting. Gavin Lux. I mean, Gavin Lux is a little tempting, but uh, when you consider his offense, I mean, I think it's a little late in the year for that. But Miguel Rojas has done a fine job defensively. There's no question about that. But I like this question, though. I mean, JP Fireisen, if you give me the elite JP Fireisen, that'd be interesting as well. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with, uh, so outside of May and Bueller, I take all your guys' questions very seriously, so pardon me on that one. I, I think I got to go, I think I got to go Blake Trinan, man. I think I really have to go Blake Trinan because I'm confident J.D. Martinez is going to return. I'm confident Joe Kelly and the JK17 Fight Club is going to be back in business and reopen soon here. So he's going to throw a bullpen session Friday, by the way, Joe Kelly and then Martinez. He was a late scratch today. I mean, he didn't feel right. The hamstring was barking once again. You guys know my stance on this. I said it when it first happened. Get this guy on the IL. Bring up Michael Bush or Miguel Vargas. If you want to replace a right-handed bat with a right-handed bat or give Michael Bush the opportunity. He's been playing some left field. You can play him at DH. You can mix Max Muncy up. Have Michael Bush play third. Muncy at DH. There's multiple options. But I think that right now, when you consider the lead that you have, the luxury that you have with the lead in the NOS, and the fact that this lineup is long enough where you can withstand him being out for a little bit of a stretch just to get him 100% healthy because at this point I'm a little concerned because it just feels like they can't completely turn the corner on it and get him back to 100%. I just don't love it. It seems like you just got to get this guy. I don't care what you have to do. Put him in bubble wrap. Get him in the right the right with the right doctors and really just kind of find a way to get this guy at 100 percent because they're going to need him i mean you saw 2021 they lost justin turn to a hamstring injury and he was lost for the nlcs and now it's supposed to be one of their clutch hitters that's had so much success for his organization so i definitely don't want to see that lancelin a minus justin lamas i know you would give him a, a tough grade one more k's but seven shuddy ain't bad I respect that. Uh, BC, I'm having a beer to celebrate sweeping the brew crew. Diane Schroeder gives it A, then one, two, three, four, five pluses right there. Jay Silva says, uh, yeah, BC, yeah, Doug. All that ad time is why MLB is second in revenue only to the National Football League. Yeah, well, that's uh, quite an accomplishment because – yeah, I mean, baseball is healthy, man. Attendance is up. Ratings are up. I think there's more of a attention to the sport due to the new rules. I think the quality of plays better. I think baseball is having a moment right now. And I will, too, add to that, that you have the best player, not just in baseball, but in all of sports. The most incredible athlete, the most impressive athlete in Shohei Otani playing your sport. So there's that as well. DMAC, Dodger Dog of Dodger Nation, NS. I'll give you Dodger Dog for that one. We got to per players make management look good. Exactly. hundred percent. Hey, that's what I always say. I mean, players win games. Lynn gets an A, but not an A plus an A plus is like a no hitter. That's from Mitchell Hopkins. That's fair. Uh, Lance perfect 10. Please don't slow motion beach run. 
from Cali. We got to uh, hopefully Varland stays up in the show. Yeah, I was very impressed by by Gus Farland. I thought he was outstanding. I think you're seeing electricity on that fastball. I think he's someone who can throw multiple innings. I really like the idea of him getting an opportunity for sure. But I do want to mention that top of the sixth inning, by the way, because that to me was the critical inning right there. 2-0, Taylor rips a base hit to left. Lynn left one up there, and then a 1-1 to Yelich, and he singles to right, four-seam fastball, didn't hit his spot. Actually, he did hit his spot. It wasn't the worst pitch. Really kind of was a little in on the hands on him, but Yelich just put a really good swing on a nice piece of hitting. And by the way, I see PRF Lodrum72 said, no fire Roberts post tonight. That's a mystery. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. I don't, you guys know I don't filter the comments. So uh, this is freedom of speech here. You guys, uh, that's the one thing I hope you guys appreciate about this chat and this show is we can disagree. We can disagree, and it's totally fine. It makes for good live streaming here. We got to, I believe, in Cindergard. That's from Caleb over on YouTube. We got to Kyle Tucker, future Dodger, left fielder, 2026. Muncie ranked sixth and third baseman. Uh, it just feels like Dave Peralta is going to go on an Eddie Rosario-type run. Hepatitis C later. I agree. But we got um, that inning. Yeah, so back-to-back hits to start the sixth inning. And then with runners on the corners, no outs. Contreras, he grounds into a fielder's choice. Yelich to second Taylor was out at home. So Lynn did a great job fielding the ball and making the runner commit. That is the number one thing you want to do in those situations. Make the runner commit there. Anytime there's a potential pickle situation and he runs at the runner, they made him commit. Barnes, he ran back. He faked the throw. And then Lynn, he thought about going first or two first for a second, but he makes the smart play. He goes home and they get this and they get the out there to first. And the next batter, Santana, he hits a line drive hot shot caught by Freddie Freeman at first an absolute rocket this might be the most underrated play of the game because that had a 610 expected batting average and next batter free like he popped a short for the third out so you had runners on the corners right there back-to-back hits and on the second hit back-to-back singles and on the second single there by Yelich Taylor reached to third base he advanced all the way to the third base you had runners on the corners no outs and Lance Lynn he gets out of it unscathed no damage no runs that was the money inning right there and then of course you know what happened there in the eighth inning Austin Barnes he was the hero of the night so really my big takeaways from tonight one Lancelin another solid start I thought he was outstanding really grinding through this one but still getting the results seven scoreless innings his ERA with the Dodgers is a 144 he owns a 144 ERA with 25 strikeouts in 25 innings just five walks so far and most importantly two of his four starts he's gone seven innings he's one of just three Dodgers now that have pitched in the seventh inning and completed seventh innings seven innings this season so he was great once again and I think you look at this Dodgers pitching as a whole that's my other takeaway three runs allowed for this entire series in their three game sweep of the Brewers on just 10 hits and then next takeaway, defensively, we talked about that. Defensively with the glove, that was one of the biggest reasons, one of the most important reasons why this team's on an 11-game winning streak. It's because their defense has been outstanding. And you look at tonight, the Hayward catch, James Alvin making a play on a drive earlier in the game in the third inning right there on the warning track, that saved a run. Mookie's double play there. And to end the third inning on that Christian Yelich ground ball. Mookie's play in the fifth. Freddie Freeman, the lineup we just talked about. The comebacker to end the sixth. The double play in the sixth. Great hands and footwork there by Max Muncy. Hayward came up making a nice grab on that liner. So the defense was outstanding. It's another big takeaway. And then my other takeaway... Austin Barnes. So number three, Austin Barnes, first home run since September 20th, 2022, and he did a great job. Hits one out, first multi-hit game of the year, first home run of the year. And then my last one is Evan Phillips, I think, needs to get a little more run. I think you can't wait that long in between appearances. Tonight, the command was off during certain stretches on the four-pitch walk. He did get the strikeout, but he has a 623 ERA in August. But there you go. Lance Lynn, another solid start. He's been a quality addition. He continues to eat innings, and that is exactly why they traded for him. He's been fantastic. Big night for Austin Barnes. Hopefully, he can turn things around because there's going to be a moment in the postseason where you might need something from him, just like we saw 
in 2020. And then Evan Phillips, you want to see him get a little more run there. And the pitching, they've been great as a whole. But defensively, that is the story for me. I love me some glove. And they were great tonight. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Do- – yeah, that's a great point, Diane Schroeder. That home run was a no-doubter. He knew right away. Let's take a look at that at that bomb one more time from A.B. That was goner, man. Austin Powers. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you just gave a bomb to Austin Barnes. But here we go. A couple more here. I'll let you guys go. A couple super chats here. Thanks for joining us, guys. Big show. It almost feels like a walk-off when you consider Austin Barnes' magic. Dodgers defense is better than Rob Manfred's reasons for not expelling Astros players. That's from Jason Alamilo over on YouTube. I love that one. In September with the sweep. By the way, we got uh, four. Cool. Uh, uh, in, if you sweep Atlanta in September, you jump them. Yeah, we'll see how they play down the stretch. I might do a video tomorrow. We'll break down the final 42 games and kind of look at our chances because fan graphs right now, you have the Braves as the World Series favorites, Dodgers coming in right behind the Braves at number two. So, Dodgers are thriving at the right times for Michael Parker. I mean, they've been one of the best August teams in baseball in the last four years. The numbers, they prove that. I think the right time would be next month, right? I think you want to continue that momentum and continue to peak towards the end of September, heading into the postseason. Uh, Roy Estrada, this was a good game. Playoff vibes. Four games ain't poop. That's a V-Trag. D-Mac, you worried about our bullpen once the postseason starts? Grizzly underscore OSO. Am I worried? I think, look, I mean, you have a lot of nice pieces, man. Ryan Brazier has been the man. He's been fantastic. I mean, that Cutter plays up. I think he's got filthy stuff. I have a lot of confidence in him. And I think Evan Phillips is still that guy. Joe Kelly's nasty as he's ever been. You just have to get him healthy. Blake Trining could be back. Bruce Dark Gratterall is really almost quietly having one of the best years of his career. So you also got Walker Buehler that could return. You got Yancy Almonte who was pitching pretty well before he went down with the injury. And you also think you got Ryan Yarbrough. I mean, you don't know the role specifically he's going to have, but I think there's a lot more quality and depth in this bullpen that we thought that was going to beat it. I mean, I think there's been a lot of revelations, a lot of improvements and the numbers, they prove that. And I think you're starting to see that really bear fruit. And I think this organization, they took it to heart because that has been one of the calling cards of this team, knowing you have a bullpen that you can count on. But yeah, guys, you know, I love to say and talk baseball with you guys all night, but we'll be back with you guys. I'll be at the stadium tomorrow covering the game. I might do a live show at Dodger stadium from the field so look out for that we might do it on instagram live but uh yeah we'll find out about that great post game show thanks carl appreciate you later dmag thanks captain we got five likes from from 200 from diane Schroeder. always appreciate you braves will choke nando 390 we got all my favorite dodger games with the willie adamas strike oh that's the comment of the night all my favorite dodger game and with a willie adamas strikeout you win Perfect. Exactly. Of course, he's always going to be the answer to the trivia question. Who was the final out of the 2020 World Series when Julio Arias struck him out? Touched 97 on the gun there, punched him out. But the see you later, Quack, the Duck, and Spencer Lomiel and Diane Schroeder. I wish the playoffs were in August. JR, yeah, it's a great point there. Boomer Assassin, should we come in soon? But thanks again, guys. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out.